This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon and welcome to the Wednesday Week. Um, today I've got Stevie, Ben and John. We're going to run down the Reese James in midfield, Lincoln review. Going to play devil's advocate on the manager and wind Stevie up a bit. Um, I also want to know how everyone's going on. Are you, are you going on, Steve? How you, how you been? Yeah, I'm all good, mate. Um, I am the, the harbinger of posi- positivity tonight. I can feel it yeah. coming. I've been on for... 30, 30 seconds, and I already know, but I'm going to be the only person tonight that's going to have any sort of positivity around the um, the shit show that is Sheffield Wednesday Football Club at the moment. Ben, how are you going? Half term? Fuck you, cheeky bastard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm 22, by the way. <laughs> that's, that's a, 11 years younger than me, mate. <laughs> I'm old enough to be your dad. After him, great, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Been up to much? Gardening. A little bit of gardening. Talk to yeah. me. My grass seeds out there. Little shoots are coming out of me. I'm well, well impressed. Yeah, it's, it's about right time. It's about right time. I think, yeah. a lot, I think a lot of people have been caught out because we've started doing that and then there were a major frost on Monday morning. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, all good. John. Working shifts yeah. on with the Wednesday week in. Double know, time double, doing my Wednesdays. Double shifts, huh? Yeah, no, good mate, yeah. Um just looking forward to Easter now and uh, going off to Cornwall on Saturday for a week uh, for a week, so looking forward to that. I'll miss what the job, game. John? John, what's your job? I don't know nothing about it. I'm a civil servant, mate. No, no, just a civil servant, yeah. Yeah. You work for MI five. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous man. <laughs> Have you seen that film, Nobody? That's a great film. Oh, brilliant, yeah. Brilliant. Don't expect it to be that hard. And he is. Right, we've got... um, Stevie's got Molly on his lap before she goes. 
How did you how did you find Saturday, Molly? Horrible. Horrible. It's your first full season and you've and you've had a good you've had a good season. But yeah. this is real Sheffield Wednesday now. This is proper. So do you still want to go with your dad on Saturday? <laughs> Just... Who who's who's been your favourite player this season? That's that's a stupid question. We know we, we all know what answer is going to be. Liam Palmer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Fifty percent of the fan base have probably just turned on, a, turned off after that last. <laughs> to be fair, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So before we get into the depressing stuff, so at two o'clock we all we all saw the lineup. Um, I think Stevie put in capital letters. Reese James in midfield in the group chat. So I'll come to you first, Steve. When you first saw that news, do you think that was more of a kick up the arse for the other three? Because he's tried giving them a chance and they've, and they've let him down. So if I'll put a, I'll put a, I'll put a left back there, maybe that might get something out of him. Or do you think it is because he's a he's a great footballer? Um, I think if I if we're going to get into it, I think it's probably more of the former, isn't it? I think he's come out over the last sort of certainly from the the Forest Green and then the Cheltenham games. Um, has come out and basically gone. He's, he's been asked the questions, and I know that there's a, it's, a, it's becoming a little bit of a cliche now that you know the local journals don't ask the questions when they say they're going to ask the questions, and that's a, a conversation for another time. But um, he's come out and has, has openly admitted that he wasn't sort of happy and, and, and overly enamoured with the, the, the performances of the players that have gone in there. And I don't think there's anybody that could that would disagree with the fact that. Adenarin's been given a chance, Dela Bashiru's been given a chance, Backington's been given a chance. And over the course of the last sort of three, four games, not one of them sort of come out there and and, and state stake to claim for the that that sort of third spot in midfield. Um did it smack a desperation a little bit? I'm not sure. Um was it the right call? I I I had no arguments with it, to be honest with you. At um at, at two o'clock on Saturday, I didn't think it was necessarily a bad call. Um, I don't think he did himself any any disgrace. I don't think he was he he, he was poor by any sh- uh, in any way, shape, or form. Um, I think the only thing around the the, the Reece James in midfield is that that midfield three did feel very unbalanced, if you like. And I don't think that was anything that you could sort of prepare for or legislate. But James is obviously very left sided. You've got Bannon who's very left sided, and then you've got Volks in there as well. Um, had it been Volks and Byers rather than Bannon. I don't think we'd be having this conversation about whether or not it was the right call. Um, obviously, James's natural tendency was to drift off to the left. Um, Bannon does tend to do that as well, obviously being a left-sided player. And I think that caused a couple of issues in terms of them pulling out and leaving things. Certainly, obviously, once the equaliser gone in, it, it, it became a little bit more desperate. I actually thought that once we'd scored and for that sort of 10, 15 minutes after we'd scored, that we controlled the game quite well. Um, so I've got no complaints about the, the the way that we'd set up, and and you know the 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 way that we'd gone at them in the first half, certainly up until the goal. Um, but then you know thing, things got a little bit desperate from the equaliser, and it, it, it became a bit of a slog, didn't it? Mm, it certainly did. Um, ben, how did you think Reece James got in midfield? I thought he played quite well, to be honest. I think the only reason why we probably changed and took it off is just to to go a bit more. Um, you know, attack-minded. I think he, he did all right. Reminded me a little bit, throwing your, your, 
you someone who'd been a fullback into midfield of like a little bit of a Kieran Lee, not sort of saying that you know he's that he, he, he could do it week yeah. in week. Well, yeah, I thought he did all right. I, I don't I don't think he were part of the problem. Um, we've conceded a goal that I, I think they should do better with it, whether he parries it further wide or just holds on to it. I think he should probably just hold on to it. To be honest, I think Cameron. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into Lincoln. We'll get into the full game in a minute. I just want to talk about James at the moment midfield. I just want to get an opinion of all yeah, three of you. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. Uh, John, so everyone sees the game different. Um, so how, how did you how do you how do you think Reece James midfield went? Yeah, again, I agree with Ben. I think he did all right. I think I remember saying last week that you know Darren Moore um, had said that you know likes of Backinson and uh, Dennerin um, and FDB had been given a chance and they'd not lived up to it. They'd not performed. But then he kind of said, "But you know, um, I've not really got many other options." Well, he's obviously sat back and thought about that, which has prompted him to think, you know what can't rely on him. I'm going to move James inside and into into midfield. Uh, technically, a good football. I'm going to give James a chance, uh, which obviously you know speaks volumes about how he's felt let down by by the other midfielders when they've had their chance. So I thought he came in for his. He might never have played centre midfield before. Reece James. I know he's played you know on on left wing back and and left midfield at times, but he may never have played the centre mid before. But so and that set out his first game that we know of having played there i thought i thought it did fine yeah um but yeah a bit um with him being obviously left footed it, it like it did sort of it did look a bit hampered at times but you know for, for a first game i thought i thought it did absolutely fine yeah i don't think he looked any worse than the other three have yeah. over the last, over the last yeah, three four yeah. games do you know what I mean? If, if, if we're going to hold him up against Adeneran and his performance, Dela Bashir and his performances, certainly Backinson, um, if you're going to put him on their metal and we're going to talk about team selection and whether it was right or wrong, you know, you can only judge it on its merits. He was better on Saturday than any combination of those three have been over the last two months, three months. So, you know, if you look at it like that, fair dues. Uh, are we having him on in midfield on, on Friday? Um, that's that's another. Or, 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 or do you think? Or do you think message is being sent to the other three? But you need to book your ideas up now. Um, to be honest with you, and it, it, it's almost an existential question. I don't think, I don't think it matters. I'm going. This is going to sound ridiculous. I don't think it matters who plays in the middle of the park on 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 Friday necessarily. Whatever combination it is, whoever is in there is going to have to do it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, I'm not overly bothered. If he plays James again, he plays James again. Um, if he plays, you know, Dele Bashiru, Soviet, the only one that I think at the moment, based on current form and current uh, performances, that I'd really sort of roll my eyes at would be Backinson. I don't think Backinson's anywhere near starting 11 at the minute. Um, I think Adeneran has, has flattered to deceive a little bit. And I know he's been played out of position. He's not necessarily had a run and so forth. But I just think... You know, you know what you're going to get with Oxford. It's 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 one of those where I don't. I think I've seen a stat they've, they've lost the last five games at home, uh, which automatically means enter the Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, enter Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> so you, you you look at all these things that we're, we're we're sort of pulling out at the moment, and 
you know, everything's going in our favour, which means that nothing is actually going in our favour. Um, I I wouldn't be disappointed seeing James in there on Friday. Um, I would be disappointed if I saw Backinson, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. But uh, either one of the other two, so be it. I mean, has Backinson even, even had a good game since the Southampton game? I mean, I'm struggling, if I'm honest. But... That's the problem. Mm. Right, so we're going to get into Lincoln. Um, Sai put a, vo- a voice note into the um, into the group chat. I'm going to listen to it right now. Are you ready? So half time, and we started off really well. Um, I thought that w- after the goal, we suddenly slipped into taking the easy option of passing it back um, and taking the simple option of safety first rather than going for a second. Um, and then that caught us and we got Palmer got caught out and um, that led to the equaliser and then Hedge just dropped and we've let them come into them more. Bear in mind they're only playing I think at least two or three in midfield but I think uh, formation's wrong somehow Um, and we've got to come out second half a lot lot better than that but unfortunately a lot of off days again so three out of a possible 15 that pretty much sums up that performance um the second half we why did we not attack in through entire 45 minutes rather than the last eight um very disappointing we've got to turn this around and improve it or else it'll be playoffs and then we'll be in league one next season that was Simon Hill with his thoughts on the game. Ben, do, would you disagree with him, or would you? Ben, ben before we go any further, <laughs> the only reason that's gone on tonight is because Blair's been playing with the Streamyard stuff and has learned how to do that. So if you're watching on YouTube, we've been muted. He's got a nice little logo over the top of us all, and he's he's just swinging his little Blair. <laughs> <laughs> you have I've lost a one of one, but. Until Molly leaves the room, I can't play. <laughs> so, Ben, Simon Hill's um, comments, what do you reckon? I was just expecting that theme tune music that we played over his Craig Roadcastle thing to come on with it as well. <laughs> Steve, Steve, Stevie knows what I mean. I, I, I started nodding off. Um, I, I can't disagree. <laughs> I can't disagree. Um, probably because I didn't listen to it second half for it, but other, other than that, what I did here, um, yeah, I, I thought is spot on and we do have to turn it round otherwise you know I won't be quite as doom and gloom as, as Simon not quite but yeah I, I think Saturday was the first time for me that I felt we're rocking a bit like the, the Barnsley game I could let them off completely because that felt inevitable I think the the, the situation like the, the form going into the game then being at home I, I think it was it wasn't. It was nailed on. Even though I, I thought we were a better team at second half. Forest Green. It 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 shit. But one of like game like that can happen. Cheltenham. I think how we fought back from two 0 down and quite easily won it at the end. We will vault and other chances. It was a it was a Lincoln game where I really thought that's just been completely lackluster. Yeah. So I can see where Simon's coming from. When you watch the highlights, I mean, and the club's only put on the two minute highlights. All those chances, if you watched the highlights and you didn't watch the game, you'd think, God, Wednesday waste a lot of chances. But most of them came in the last 10 minutes, did they not? 
Yeah, I think so. I think the majority of our chance, like the the right at the end of the game, pretty much last kick. I think did Smith have one cleared off the line? Then the rebound. Yeah. Goalkeeper saved it. Not really done that much with the header. Probably should. No, but it, it got to the point of like, oh crap, we need to actually win this game now. And then then then, then they turn it on. First twenty five minutes, Stevie, they were brilliant, weren't they? I thought they were comfortable. I thought it was um, it was exactly the response we needed. You know, you, we're we're in that sort of rut at the moment of the the team getting announced at two, and we all know what the issues are. There's no windass. Uh, there's no buyers. You know, they, we're we're struggling a little bit for for cover with those two. We're, we're missing Pato a little bit. If you look down the bench, and um, there's no getting away from the fact that the you know the the first eleven will be what it'll be, but when you look at the bench, I think he's 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 obviously got players out there that he wouldn't probably have chosen to put on the bench um, a month ago or two months ago uh, before the injuries have hit, and that's obviously caused a, a major issue. Um, so I, I, at two o'clock, I wasn't overly worried about the starting eleven based on what we got. Obviously, there's concerns because we're missing two of our, our sort of talismanic players, but. Um, I, th- I thought we had enough, and we, we 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 set off. I thought we were absolutely fine for the first sort of five ten minutes. We 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 played with a decent tempo. Obviously, we've gone in front, we've scored the goal, and we've we've controlled the game relatively well. Um, and then what happened happened, and you know people are going to point the finger at Liam Palmer. People are going to point the finger at one or two other players and say that there was a, a, a turnover of the ball. Um, you can go right up to Stockdale, and we can argue whether or not Stockdale was at fault and. I'll always argue that Ben's in a much better position than I am to argue whether or not a goalkeeper should be doing better. Um, I do think that sort of opinion has been uh, swayed a little bit from the the Cheltenham game because it was a very similar situation to the Cheltenham game and it was the Oxford game that he was actually dropped for the first time round, wasn't it? Because there, there yeah. was all the noises about it being... Stockdale can't save from from distance, and then he's had the one against Cheltenham, and then we've had the one against Lincoln on Saturday, and now and against sudden, Cheltenham, he made some great saves as well, didn't he? He, he? he did. You know, he's 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 been a fantastic. I, I I was I was surprised when he he got left out because I wasn't aware of this shooting from range issue, um, and I don't know if if that's even a thing. I don't even know if that's a thing that they're talking about. You know. Um, that's something that comes out in the press, whether or not it's true or it, there's any sort of credence to it is another matter. Um, I don't think he did a, a, a great deal lot, uh, wrong on on Saturday, to be honest with you, up until the goal and the goal's gone in. Whether or not it's his fault is is a conversation, but um, I certainly felt looking at him in the second half and there were a couple of occasions and certainly at full time, if you saw him on his knees, um, he's feeling the weight. I, I felt for the first time on Saturday that Stockdale, Stockdale was feeling the pressure. Mm. Which is weird because when you look at his career, he's had some major. He's had a lot of promotions in his career, so I think that that's it's a bit of the thinking. If Darren, if Darren Moore's thinking, Cameron Dawson's a bit cracking a bit under this the weight of this pressure of winning the title with Sheffield Wednesday. I'll throw Stockdale, and he's got an abundance of um, experience at doing it. So I don't know. I, I think it does. We'll talk about the manager again in a minute, um, John. So second half, they came out. You did you think they were going to come out as snarling beasts, and they came out as bereft of ideas? It looked like to me. Well, yeah, came you know, yeah, came out like chicken salad and perform like <laughs> chicken shit, didn't they? But no, probably last ten minutes, I suppose. But um, 
Yeah, I think we've just got away from that. What, what was the strength of us was was obviously just getting ourselves in front and then either getting that killer second goal or seeing games out, wasn't it? And it's just fell away from us without, you know, come, you know, started with Barnes, this sort of um, performance and result. And then, and then it's just it's just knocked us, hasn't it? It's just knocked us duck off a bit and we just can't seem to get back into that groove. Obviously, we've got injuries, but we just can't seem to get back into that groove of, you know, get getting his noses in front and, and powering on or seeing games out. We we're now rocking a little bit, aren't we? And then like you say, we're um we only seem to kind of wake up in the last sort of ten minutes when we were, you know, the crowd's trying to desperately suck a goal in and Flint staying up front and they're bombing balls into the box and they're clearing them off of the line and everything. But we just we just couldn't get it over the line, could we? And it was just, it was just another as you could see with, from the final whistle, it really took it out of the players, didn't it? Confidence-wise and emotionally, they, they felt really sort of, you know, dejected that they did not manage to, to win that game. And and although we're still top of the league, we now know that, you know, if things go against us with the games in hand, then we, we're going to fall out of that position and we're the ones playing catch-up, aren't we? So, um, I just think, you know, uh, we, we just desperately need a win now, don't we, to get back on back on track, really. Um, uh, and hopefully we can get that um, on Friday. Yeah, it's um, for me, it's really frustrating. Uh, the thing is, I don't think none of us saw, I don't think the manager saw how far Jack Hunt would fall um, from last season. Because last season he was brilliant, I thought, Jack Hunt. And this season it's like, he's, sorry, Jack, you're not... You, you do your crap. <laughs> like, it's just that right hand side. Patterson getting injured has really exposed that right hand side. And I know we've managed because we've had Rindas and Byers in the team, but now they're not in the team. That right hand side is just looking absolutely but dreadful. You can't you can't legislate for the in and, and I know this is as it what are we on tonight? It's the the, the first week in April. We we can't legislate at this stage of the season for the injuries that we've had to go through. No. You know, we, we've had Hennigan out, we've had Hequi out, we've had Femewo, who's been out for a large portion of the season. Um, that's forced Darren Moore's hand. And obviously we lost McGuinness, by the way, as well. Um, and, you know, there, there were players that we thought would be able to come in there and do a job. Um, Palmer was right wing back, Jack Hunt right wing back, Iorfa capable of doing right wing back. How many players do we actually want to be able, um, sorry, Patterson as well. That's four players that can go and do a job down that right-hand side in the formation that he's got. Um, but because of the injuries and the circumstances, we've ended up having to try and do um, a job with Dennis Adenaran in there. And to be fair, I can't remember what game it was that he played. He wasn't he wasn't terrible at right wing back, you know. Um, but how, how can you possibly sort of legislate for the fact that we've lost the players that we've lost at the stage that we've lost them and the combination of players that have been missing at the time has left us in a situation where we've gone, all right. And we're not talking about, you know, a week or two weeks where we've missed a player here or there. We're talking about missing Hennigan from September, uh, Hequi from October, you know, mm. Patterson from, when did we play Plymouth? Was it November, December time? You know, we, we, we've been missing these players for three, four months at a time. So, you know, that that that's forced... That's forced his hand in a, in a in a way that he couldn't have sort of legislated for or expected, and it, it, it almost goes back to that point where we're talking about the transfer window and people saying he's not done enough business. But oh, I hate that! that. Point, I hate that argument. At that point, what business did you, did you want him to do? Which in January, did he? Pretty yeah, which, who who do you want to bring in to uh, compete against Byers, Bannon, Volks? 
because let's be right at that stage we bring a midfielder in and go right we're bringing this player x in you know it'd be absolute uproar if you'd left one of those three out yeah because yeah. you know they were the starting three um all right he's and uh, everybody that listens will know that i'm the biggest advocate for Liam Palmer that there is, but he's he's not been at it for the last two three games. I don't think he's been terrible in the in the grand scheme of things versus everybody else. I think he's finally he's tired. Been, I think he's he, he, you can see it. He's knackered every time he goes down in a challenge or whatever else. It takes him thirty seconds to get up. The guy's yeah. on his arse, absolutely yeah. on his arse. But you know, we we're, that that's what we're dealing with at the moment. You know, we've we've had the Johnson ban. We've had. Um, the, the 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 only one that I could I, I could sort of say right we're, we're we're really looking at a situation where Darren Moore's had to make a serious decision in the last sort of month or so has been the goalkeeper situation. Yeah, and I'll is... say that I'm, I'm, I'll say it. You know, we can we can argue here or there who should be playing at centre half, who should be playing in the middle, so forth. You, you know, there's an argument two or two or four. Uh, both ways, but you know the only the only real sort of tactical decision that he's pushing is who's who is stuck in goal. Yeah, I quite like Cameron Dawson as well. I thought it was a bit weird when he dropped. Him, but... I think it's I mean... just that we, we found that we, with what we thought we had good one of the strengths of the team where we thought we'd got good strength in depth, and for thirty odd games we did, didn't we? But then now it's come to the business end of the season, and we we want players to come in, and in particular in that midfield to step in when players are suspended or injured and they've not done it and it's really disheartening because like you know um we, we spoke about it all the time about the five sub ruler and i, I was banging the drum about that how that benefit us because of the strength and depth that we've got and now when we need them at the most they, they, they've just not stepped up to the plate have they and it's really disheartening so we, we really need to dig in now and, and and try and get ourselves back on track do you want to know what holly thinks of um Adenaran? FDB and Backington. Shit! You're all shit! <laughs> That's what she thinks. <laughs> Benjamin, talk to me. Right, so we'll part Lincoln away. We're not, we've done 25 minutes now, so we're going to have a break. Balls. Ghoulies. Chaps. Tackle. Mackers. Chaise long and armchairs. Dangleberries. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0. The Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. Cojones. Pebbles. Gonads. Plums. Family jewels. Brass clankers. The fourth generation trimmer features our cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. It's also waterproof and has a 4K LED spotlight if you need a more advanced shave. Eggs. Itchy and scratchy, Mitchell Brothers. Jewels. Hanging brain. Twin bank robbers. Chaps. Walnuts. Gobstoppers. Gooseberries. Stabilizers. The Manscaped 4.0 bundle. It reduces your risk of getting an ingrowing hair, it keeps them clean, it keeps them tidy, and it also increases your chance of fellatio by about 15%. That works out about 2% if you're uh, if you're married. So, you know. Anyway, enter the code TWW20 into the checkout. That's TWW20 into the checkout, and you can get yourself a 20% discount. Not too shabby, eh? For our European listeners, Velata, Testicular, 
Um, so, the reason I thought of this is because of the managerial sackings in the Premier League, which I find mental, and the fact that Steve Cooper's job's at risk, which is just, like, mind-blowing me. Um, because the financial deficit of leaving the Premier League is making these, these chairmen just shit themselves. Um, another season in League One would be, I think, would be financially damaging to Sheffield Wednesday and Chancery. And I don't think we'll have the, the, the nice pool of players we can pick from, like your George Byers, like you getting Mark McGuinness out on loan from Cardiff next season if we are in League One. If you're a chairman, now we're playing devil's advocate here because I don't think anyone's wants to sack Darren Moore. But if you're a chairman and you think, right, if I could get this other geezer in and give these lads a bump just to get over to, to just to get over the line, could you see the argument of doing it? No. So you're Darren Moore all the way. Uh, we we might not have won in what is it now four or five? Come on, we, we've just gone twenty three games unbeaten. We're still top of the league. I don't, whatever you said, we're still top of the league. You do not, there's no argument. There's no conversation of sacking Darren Moore at the moment. There's just not one. There's John, no. play devil's advocate, mate. They, <laughs> they, I, just, I understand the sentiment. Someone wind um, Stevie up. That's what I want you to do. <laughs> I think uh, if you're trying to draw parallels with Megson and, and Dave Jones, Dave Jones. about there 12 go. games, weren't it, when, when Dave Jones took over. I think we're too far into it now to, to do anything drastic like that. I think... <laughs> You just gotta ride it, ride it out, and see and see where you know where the chips chips fall. We can't. I, I don't see any sense in bringing a new manager in now for whatever six or seven games, whatever's left. I, I, I think the rest of the football world will look at us and think that we're ludicrous. So I think we've just gotta we've just gotta see it out. Yeah, the counter argument is just because teams below us now have played less games, but we played less games than everyone else, and they've blown them. So points on the board is more important, isn't it? Uh, the, it's all in our hand now. The, 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 the game in hand that Ipswich and Barnsley have is against it's, each other. Yeah, it's not worth bearing in mind. Um, Plymouth have just gone and been, it's albeit it, but albeit in the trophy, they've just gone and got hammered by Bolton. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I don't see any point in doing anything drastic. I, I, I'm not even entertaining the idea of it. To be honest, the, the argument for me is always you the only kind of manager that you could bring in now would be a, a man motivator, and that's only ever going to be a short term fix anyway. So, yeah. you could probably get somebody who get us. I'm not, I'm not for a second suggesting that, that we should, but you imagine you get a, a type of a an Ian Holloway, or dare I say it, not that person, but Steve Bruce came in. Yeah, yeah. the squad and got him within a you know within touching distance of um he's obviously not going to come back and i wouldn't want him back based on everything that had happened but yeah. you know you get that sort of profile and manager they'll get us up but we just wigging it next year and we'd end up coming straight back down and that's not yeah. the right model for this club you know the arguments around the manager um are what they are and i've said this for I said it at the back end of last season, I said it at the start of this season, and every time the argument comes up, whether it's more in or more out, um, when it wasn't right before the 23-game run started, I always, always, always said we've got to give them the season. Um, as it happens, we, we went on this run that got us to where we are, but, um, you know, he's earned the right to see the season out, and I know it's not been right, but given it all, we've still only lost two games in the last 
five. Um, and that that sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? But before that, you put the 23 on top of that. You know, it's, it's still a hell of a run if you add the five-game stint on top of the 23 previous. We've lost two games in 28. Yeah. Um, and if you look at it like that, regardless, and we're, given the circumstances that we've talked around, injuries and things that we've had to, to, to deal with at, at that point, and we've had some some abject performances recently, but at the end of the day, who are we going to bring in that's going to do a better job than him at this stage with his squad? And we've we've spoken about the the, the change in the feel of the club um, over the last year or so, and there's no getting away from that. The, the the atmosphere at the club is different; it's run differently, the setups differently, different. The social media is different, and I, you can't attribute all of that to Darren Moore, but he's a a massive massive part of it. In what in what world is it going to make sense that we get rid of him now? If he gets us up, that's fine. Um, if we get up through the playoffs, that's a conversation for another time. Um, yeah. If we don't get up as much as I love the bloke, he can't be our manager next year. I've said that from day one. Um, this is as good as it gets. And I, I, I've, I've got huge concerns about us not going up next season because, or this season, because if we don't get up, uh, I do worry about us next year. I really do. Yeah, I think we'll get uh, stuck. I think we'll be stuck down yeah, here for a long time. We're here for a long time. Yeah, we just don't want to. I mean, it's, it's really annoying because you can't help but see the red side doing so well and you just think, fucking hell, just lose a game. <laughs> like, I know people, that it shouldn't bother me, but it does. Me. Good luck. You know what? Good luck to him. I, I, I'm, I'm not that kind of I'm not that kind of Wednesday fan that goes, oh, I, I, I want United fans to, to or United to struggle. I, I, I don't want that. I've, I've, my my perfect world, my utopian vision as a as a, a football fan from Open Sheffield, League, yeah. really really passionate, is us winning the league and then finishing second, um, <laughs> yeah. as as a point or a place above Sheffield United. And we're however many years away from doing that. That that's the perfect world because all eyes are then trained on our our city, the football yeah. in our area, um, the the rivalry. You know, and there's there, there's something to envy about Liverpool and Manchester having that sort of you know same division and, and, and heritage rivalry that you know we we just haven't had for a long time. We've never had it for a sustained period during my sort of my my, my lifetime. So I, I'd love that. Yeah, it's well, it's a bit biased, but it's a fucking great guy. It's a great derby, isn't it? Like that, that's you always see them lists. I think what's the best derby, and no one seems to mention the Steel City derby other than Sheffield. Mm. But They're only it, great after you've played and, and won. They're horrible uh, build up to them, and uh, I hate them. I hate <laughs> them. I can't, it, it does me for the entire week, John. I can't even function yeah. until that game's finished. Right, so we've got um, Oxford coming up. Has anyone done any research in Oxford? No. That's a no. Right, so I've um, I've got a mate who, when I when I lived in London, um, in his fifties, seasoned professional, loves Oxford United. So it's not like a, a Johnny come later for a bit of a bit of success when they were, when they were looking for like getting in the championship. Um, he's he said the other day to me about their toothless up front they'll they'll look for a draw and have not won a game since Liam Manning's took charge which is funny because that's the second MK Dons manager they've employed since since they've left MK Dons and Liam Manning was a was renowned for playing good football last season but this season he's been absolutely shocking I mean getting sat by MK Dons and then this season if he's playing toothless football at Oxford 
don't know what's happened. They sold that, um, that Scott Twine. Player, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they I sold Scott Twine. Must have ruined it. Different side without him, weren't they? Yeah. yeah, so I don't think they've got Sam Rinnell anymore to, to score against us. That's Burton now, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Steve is going down. Are you, are you going down for the weekend or is it just for the day? No, I've managed to... Um... <laughs> I've nabbed a spare ticket off Simon, so I'm I'm, I'm driving down Friday. Um, hopefully, meeting up with um, Cy Speakeasy. Uh, have a have a quick catch up with him. Um, I know that he's he messaged me last night and said that he's he's got a ticket. So hopefully, get down there um, and, and and see. Hopefully, the the regeneration of of, of our title push, but um, I'm. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that you can read into the, you know, the form or the results or the manager or anything else at the moment because we've Forest Green Rovers, we've played them. Mm. Um, Cheltenham was Cheltenham. It was what it was. And, you know, the, the, the weather was a bit of a leveller and they were on a decent run. Um, Lincoln, you know, it's, it's every game at the moment are games that we've said earlier on in the season. These are the games that we'd be looking forward to play. Yeah. Uh, to be playing and it's just not happening so I don't take any stock in the fact that they've not won under the new manager I don't take any I, I've got zero hope in the fact that you know they've lost the last five at home I think it is um the only thing that we can do is worry about us at the moment and that's that that's the crux of the the, the issue isn't it it doesn't matter we could be playing Plymouth on Saturday we could be playing Barnsley we could be playing it switch or we could be playing Forest Green um or Burton or whoever it, it may be ultimately the only things that we can worry about when you're on a run like this is how well we do and the you know the 11 that we put out and the performances that they have and we we just need we just need a a, a, a turn in fortune don't we a, you know an upturn where you know we get we get three points and i do think if we went on 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 friday i genuinely believe that we'll be all right but i worry about whether or not we're going to win on friday yeah, they definitely need that confidence boost again. I don't know why. I don't know why they forgot how to win because they've won so many games this season. Um, so after that, Ben, be Accrington Stanley. You'll be going, won't you? Season ticket holder. Yeah, I think it's a big weekend. If you, I think you can swing this weekend, can't it? Exactly. I think if we win the 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 Oxford game, we're going to the Accrington Stanley game, expecting to win again against the team that we're expected to be, and I think. You know, touch wood that puts us back on the right track. But we do just need, you know, ever whatever form it comes, we just need to get that. Uh, uh, you just need to get that win and get over this hurdle that we've come up against. Yeah. Uh, as longer it goes on, the harder it'll get. So, what, what, by whatever means necessary, three points against Oxford. I think that'll roll into the Accrington game. Yeah, I think I think what no one else has really mentioned about these games then we had. Um, if we played them games that they were scheduled to play against Cheltenham, we like. Do you know what I mean? Bang out of form. They were losing every game. And the... Um, what about Bayers? Yeah, and Barnsley. Yeah, exactly. And, By and Barnsley weren't, exactly, weren't the team they are now either when we were scheduled to play them. So, it's... A, it's you know what? If you... If you I, I didn't do... I've not done much research, but, you know, I, I had a quick look at who, who was playing who um, in and around us. But, you know, Friday, we're playing Oxford. Plymouth are away at Moore commits, which have got Wickham. So, you don't know what's going to happen there. You know, Wickham are still pushing. On on paper, these are the the, the Wickham game, certainly for Ipswich, is one that you'd think if there's a, an opportunity for them to drop points there. Uh, Barnsley are going away to Burton. You don't know what's going to happen there. They they aren't the team they were sort of four or five months ago. Um, 
I just feel at the minute that we've 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 turned Ipswich, Barnsley, and Plymouth into these sort of you know monoliths, if you like, that are going to yeah. that, that are miles miles better than us because of the runs that they're on. But we've been on runs like that, and we've it, been you know, on an unbelievable run. We, we've, we've, had, we've had that run and it's been better than the run that they're currently on at the moment. And the reason yeah. that that happened is because we're, or the result of that is we've ended up being top of the league. Um, let's not lose sight of the fact that when we play Accrington on Monday, you know, Plymouth have, have, have got Lincoln. We've been in and around there. You know, these Ipswich have got a, a trip to Cheltenham. Cheltenham were no mugs. You can say what you want and people listening to this will go, oh, well, they're, they're 15th, 16th or whatever. They weren't a bad side, you know. They they, they weren't. Uh, Plymouth have still got to go to Exeter, and that's a hell of a derby, isn't it? That's that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you look at the the the, re, the reverse fixture. That was a hell of a game, you know. And you're looking at where teams are in the league. They're I'm I'm clutching. I am clutching. But at the end of the day, there there are other teams in and around us that have got to go and put in these performances. And it just feels in the minute because we are who we are. And what we are, um, <laughs> we 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 kind of get the, the the sort of feeling that these teams are going to go and steamroll the teams right to the end of the season. There's no way that three other teams are going to go unbeaten for the rest of the season or win every game. It's not going to happen because they play each other. For one, yeah, you know, points are going to be dropped. You know, if we just need to worry about ourselves and stop stressing about what's happening around us. And I'm still not yeah. that Forest Green game. I can't. I can't. I, can't I think history will, <laughs> history will dictate that you're you're going to see some more twists and turns. I mean, if you look at the fan, fans of the other club, you would not have expected us to lose to Forest Green Rovers. Absolutely not. We didn't, did we? Let's be honest. But we're I expect us to have at least a shot on target, John. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> one of one of the worst performances I can ever remember. I'm not going to defend after it. After that Barnsley game, after that Barnsley game, I honestly thought that's the best team we could possibly play against. It should have been. It should have been the perfect rebound, shouldn't it? It should have yeah. been the perfect rebound. Yeah. I'm not over it. Not over it. But you know, <laughs> in terms of Oxford, it's 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 it, if we if we can't get three points against them, it could be the straw that breaks the camel's back. We've really got to pick up that win because then if you go into Accrington off the back of a win, confidence starts to sort of ebb back, and we start to, start to you know be back in charge again, expectant to beat Accrington at home. It could just get us back on track. We just need that win to stop the run. Yeah, so. it's like it's just sort of automatic aren't in our hands anymore. It's, that's the only thing that's really I think that's the thing that's irks a lot of people. Um, if, it, if best case scenario, we win next next two games in one in one one week and on eighty six points. Then yeah, no, normally ninety two points gets you promoted. It might need a, might need a little bit more this. You know, do you know what you can bookmark this? If we get six points on. Over the weekend, that I'll say it. I'll call Champion. it now. If any, no, if anybody else listen is listening, I'll I'll, I'll say it. And um, there is no way that all four teams in that, and it is a top four now, isn't it? Four for two. Yeah, there is no points. way that Ipswich, Plymouth, and Barnsley are all getting six points as well. Don't believe it for a second. Yeah, it's like um, the um, it's like when you put an ACO on, and if people always think, yeah, if you just bet on the top four in the Premier League, you'll win everything. They don't win. Points, points, points will be dropped. I don't know who's going to drop them. I don't know what's going to happen. But there, there, there's now that that returned arrogance that Ipswich had. And do you know what? It's easy to say because when you when it's you, you don't think you are. I don't think there's been an arrogance around Sheffield Wednesday fans that you know we we you look on social media. We don't get after other clubs. 
we don't we don't go trolling um, other teams. We're, we're we're everybody's cup final at the minute, aren't we? Um, and I've seen a couple of bits, and I've commented on 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 a couple of Lincoln fans that just you know. Um, your city is red, and all this, that, the other. We we just tidily go about our business. We do we do our stuff. We 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 worry about ourselves. Um, I don't see Wednesday fans trolling Ipswich. I'm probably gonna. I'm probably. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't care about. I don't, I don't care about Plymouth. I don't care about. But I, I I don't care about Barnsley. Um, and I know that there will be Wednesday fans that do get after it because it's local. But I'm not being funny. Um, let's just worry about us. Um, other other teams seem to be getting after us more than we do them. Um, yeah. yeah, right. Quiz time. Du -du -du -du. Right. So in conjunction <laughs> with, <laughs> what was that? well, I nearly ripped off weakest link, but I thought we might get it on for copyright here. So, I think I think you'd have been fine by going off that. To be honest, I don't think there's a copyright. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what I think of you three? Shit! You're all shit! <laughs> That's what I think of you three. <laughs> right! <laughs> so in conjunction <laughs> with my Wednesday, um, I thought I thought back to the earliest game I could possibly remember. Um, it was on Sky Sports. I was eight years old. So in 1998, um, at Hillsborough, on Monday the 7th of December, there was 19,000 in attendance at Hillsborough in the Premier League. Can you believe that? They played Nottingham Forest. And these, I just want you to name the team. And, there's, and there's, there were two subs. If you, can name the, if you name the two subs, you can have the two subs. But the two, so anyone who played that game in, for a Sheffield Wednesday point of view, um, we'll start Stevie, Ben, John. Literally um, the worst. Right. Can we phone Fudge now? <laughs> you want me to name the Nottingham the, the team that played against Nottingham Forest in nineteen ninety eight? Yeah, 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 yeah. What was the date in ninety eight? The seventh of December. Um Atherton. Oh, that will go with my fucking guess. Peter Atherton. You're out, Steve. Oh, what a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I think this might be yours, John. <laughs> ben. Ben. Ben and John. So Ben's go. Ben, while you're guessing, I'm just... Leave this Lee Briscoe, he's definitely on there. I've just read it. I've just seen his name, but I'll double check. Yeah, he came on. Um, 80 minute, 80 minutes sub, mate. He knows his stuff, Ben. John, come on. You got, you got, the, you got the link, Steve. Uh, I'm, I'm messaging the group chat and going back to that. I'm out because Blair's doing the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> this is PremierLeague.com. I can't. <laughs> Go on, yeah, John. Um... Kevin Prashman. Oh no, it weren't in goal, no. mate. It was, it was someone else in goal. Well, that's been a quick quiz. Uh, again. <laughs> Brilliant. Do you know what I think what, of you? In, what, you know what I think uh, of uh, <laughs> don't, don't even bother reading answers out to this one. Just move on. 
Yeah. Well, you know what I think of Stevie and John's performance in that shit. Bit? You're all shit. <laughs> who 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 scores then? Who scores? Um, give us that. So Wednesday won three two. Um, Nicholas Alexander scored. I think this is the reason why he became one of my favourite players because he had blonde hair and I was eight years old. Woo. Uh, and big, then Carboni scored two. Ah, right, so one three two. All right. So yeah, um, I thought you would at least got Carboni. <laughs> and yeah. Des Walker, Steve. I was thinking of Carboni, but on the when we beat Forest two 0 and he, did he get two? And when we first signed him, but it was, it was earlier than ninety eight, wasn't it? So. Yeah, so that's the earliest game I could possibly remember. Mm. All right, so um, any other business before we leave the um, the pod space? Uh, are we going to do predictions? Oh, yeah, we, we always forget that. And Steve's line, your line is always, are we going to do predictions at all? <laughs> oh, 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 um, Gregory got player of the month as well, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, not surprised. <laughs> not mm. surprised. Yeah. Did anyone else play this weekend? Uh, this well, Holly said that she came second. Yeah. Um, Vic's, Vic's Nan's third, I think. <laughs> 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 now, um, I, I don't know. I, it, it's just been it's it's been a tough few weeks, hasn't it? But I just think there's been a a lot of positive around the club that has very quickly sort of. Mm dissipated and I, I, I do worry about that and I think we've, we've got to try and hold on to it as long as we can because there's still a lot of football still to be played yeah 100% and, um, we could still win a league we are top of the league you won't um, think it would you you won't think you, won't think. you know what I said this earlier on when, when I was saying I was going to save this little bit for the for the pod we we the we could potentially win a league and go up as champions and it would be the most Sheffield Wednesday way of doing it for everybody to be underwhelmed as we are at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Darren Moore's not been manager of the month yeah. once this season. He's not going to get it this month. He's probably not going to get it next month. We could go up as champions this year without our manager getting player of the month on a 23-match. We'll tweet more out, won't we? Yeah, it's the most Sheffield Wednesday sort of finish to the We're season. Not good championship, though, is he? You can see it now. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, it it, it, it it is what it is. Um we've got to we've got to hold on to it, we've got to keep the faith, we've got to stay positive. Um because if we don't, what the bloody hell are we doing? We are we are literally on that sort of precipice at the moment now of getting out of this league, however we do it, and we all wanna we all wanna win the league based on everything that we've 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 seen over the course of the last five months. Um we might not and we might finish second we might go up out of the playoffs the worry is if we don't go up at all this squad is going to be significantly ripped apart i don't see darren moore being the manager next year and rightly so um, but who's going to come in and what are they going to build and uh, you know i've been watching the team for 20 odd years 30 odd, 40 odd years near enough um it's been some of the best moments of of my supporting the club um since sort of the early 90s because you know that's that's where we've been this season it's not going to be repeated next year if we don't go up 
It might never be repeated ever, Steve. That unbeaten run. It's happened once in. Well, the unbeaten run won't get repeated, but the you know the you the you know the positivity, the euphoria, the you know the 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 upswing in 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 terms of the engagement with the fans around the club, um, mm. that won't be around if we're in League One next year, and that's a that's a worry. You know, a lot of people have paid a lot of money for season tickets next year based on the fact that we thought we were playing Championship football. Yeah, they've um, got a lot of that money in quite early, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Right. Let's. Let's. Uh, anyone else got any, any other business? We can do predictions quickly. Let's wrap, wrap round. I, I got it right on the weekend. I, did, I, did, I said one one against Lincoln. Steve, what do you think about Oxford and Atkinson? Give me two predictions. Uh... You've got to keep going with the the fact that we we can't keep on this this run based on where we've been. We can't stay on this run forever. Um, we're going to win sometime. Um, scrappy, very very scrappy, nervy. One nil, two one, two one, two one. Oxford, two one, two Wednesday. Right, uh, Accrington. We'll do the Accrington now, Steve. Um, Accrington. Based on, based on beating Oxford, if we beat Oxford, we'll win at a procession. If we don't beat Oxford, it'll be a down nil nil, and there'll be fifteen thousand people all over season. <laughs> yeah, it, it'd be awful. It'd be awful. Ben, give me two predictions. Uh, one nil, one nil, one nil, one nil. Like it, John. I was saying to my to my friend on match day, I had this terrible feeling that we'd get to the home game against Derby, needing a point to stay in the top two, and then needing something, or no, no, them not having anything to play for and playing freely and knocking us into the playoffs. So I, I really hope that didn't come true. Um, however, my, my confidence is, is quite shaken, so I can only I can only muster a one-one at Oxford and a two-nil regardless against Accrington. Right. Yeah, I think I've. I think mine's more desperation of hope, but I think we'll beat Oxford one nil, and then if we beat Oxford, I think they will, they will put um, Accrington to the sword. But they've got to be they've got to be Oxford. Right, so that's um, that's the end of the show today. So, see you later. The Wednesday week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, and you really want to show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later!
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.